Welcome to Paddling Adventures Radio. I'm Sean Rowley, and with me is Derek Special. Hello. How's it going, Derek? Fantastic. I'm pretty stoked and excited today for our current recording location. And where are we today? Well, we are at the Quiet Adventures Symposium in Lansing, Michigan. 28th Annual? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. So it started out as a different name. It was the Quiet Water Water. It was Quiet Water Symposium. In the last four years, it's been Quiet Adventure Symposium. They've been online the last two years, three years. Yeah, this is the first year back. Yeah, back in person. Yeah. Exciting. Yeah, they used to just be paddling. That's why it was a Quiet Water thing. Um, but now there's there's bikes and there's hiking and running and stuff like that. So they change it to the Quiet yeah. Adventure Symposium. It's uh, just a way to get people outdoors and you know not it's, not exactly. just on the water, but and on the it's a very we we had several conversations last night about this. So it, what it is is it's a very grassroots. It's learning. It's for the experience. It's not a it's not a commercial production, this thing. So it's not mm-hmm. like what you see at the Toronto Outdoor Show or, or any of those other shows that are like Canucopia. They're just like big, big, big. And this is this is more family feeling. It's more about learning, more about the experience. So it's really exciting to be here. It's it's one of the better shows, I think. I'm I'm not. I don't want to poo-poo the other shows. All the other shows have their own, uh, you know, top reasons for being there. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So and and I'm very excited. I have to I start looking up recipes. But the uh, rabbits are next door again this mm-hmm. year. Yeah, I, <laughs> I took a peek yesterday before, well, like when everybody was setting up. They hadn't set up everything yet. They had rabbits over there, and they've got like these perfect racing, racing stripes, stripes. Yes, right down the back. Those are the fast ones. Right behind the head, <laughs> and it goes straight down the back to the tail. Yeah, yeah. And it's like that's like <laughs> did too you perfect. paint that? Yeah, yeah. But no, apparently they're that's the way they show up. <laughs> there's big the big angora rabbits and and everything like yeah. that are over there again this year. Some, yeah. So there's so. we saw some huge ones. Some nice. There's some. Uh, what, what, what are they? I keep forgetting what they're called. Little kind of gopher things. Guinea pigs? Guinea pigs, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, what are those gophers called? Guinea pigs. <laughs> yeah, no, they've, they've got a whole bunch. Of, I think there's some people sometimes bring chinchillas as well. Yes, right? I, I so, remember seeing them a couple years ago. Yeah. And they had the, the alpaca and llama wool socks and yes, hats and yes. stuff over there. So. Imagine shaving a rabbit for the making fur? mittens. Yeah. <laughs> mm. No, no, I'm not going to. <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, lots of people here today. Last night, we after we set up, we went out to dinner with a few people. And happened Andrea Wilson are here. Kevin yep. Callens here. Had a nice debate about uh, wood paddle uh, paddles versus uh, carbon. Oh, with fiber Cliff. with Cliff Jacobson yeah, last yeah. night. <laughs> he is so uh, pro carbon fiber. Yes. Um, yeah. I I've used them, and yeah, I just prefer the weight of a heavy paddle. A heavy wooden pack, I do too. Right? And the warmth. Yeah. So like a, a carbon fiber or, or whatever, you know, those those kind of paddles always feel cold in the hand. They feel impersonal. And uh, when you get a nice cedar or or ash paddle and it just feels good in the hand, it's always warm and, and it has that nice, instead of a ting as you whack it off the gunnels, it has a nice thunk. Thunk. <laughs> just whack it off. Yeah. Uh, no, you know, it's it's... I, don't know, it, I, I always put it down to your preference. Yep. Cliff, Cliff will do everything in his power to convince you you're that wrong. You are wrong. Right? <laughs> but I, I think it comes to down to, to preference. Yep. You yep. know, if, if you are... And uh, there's a lot of people that say, oh, if you're doing a, like an expedition, you know, lifting that wood paddle every day for a month, two months. a problem. No. 
Um, I've gone for a couple weeks at a time easy and yeah. not had, had an issue. So, And you know who else is here is uh, Jerry Vandiver. Yes. He's back yes. with Amberly Rosen. She's here with him this uh, yep. this year. So Caitlin Evanson's apparently out on tour. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so the, we just they dropped by this morning. And who we got? Uh, Superior Conservancy, um, Gary and Joni McGuffin. They're right kitty corner to us here. There's the old mustache canoe paddles are right over here. Yeah, they they're all bench shaft wood paddle uh, wood paddles and hollow hollow shafts. I believe he said they're, oh, really? they're pretty nice looking looking paddles. Hmm. So my birthday's coming up in October. <laughs> so I'm looking at one right here. <laughs> yeah, it's a $350 US paddle. So Derek, buddy, pal. <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see if he has one that works as a pen, like one of those mini, Little mini desktop mini one, paddles so. to stir your coffee. Yeah. Oh, oh, my $9 coffee Yes. is bigger than a regular extra large coffee. Yeah. Um, and from, you have an MSU... Yeah, uh, Michigan State, 125th year, 1896 to 2021. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. So this is 127th. Well, I got ripped off. <laughs> they sold you a, <laughs> they sold a me an old, old one. <laughs> What's up with that? <laughs> I'm going to go complete. Management, management, where's the HR department? <laughs> uh, no, it's, you know what? It's, it's good to be back here in person sitting in our booth and recording. You can you can hear the atmosphere coming around. People are, are starting to file in here. And yeah. I think if it's anything like the Toronto Outdoor Adventure show we, were, we had last weekend, uh, I think yeah, this is going to be pretty packed. Now, we did have the big snowstorm last night. That might keep a few people uh, away. might keep a few people away, but it's Because they nice. can't get out of their driveways. Oh, it's beautiful outside right now, sh- uh, sun shining and, and everything. Everything's starting to melt. So even if it's uh, later in the morning and, and whatnot that people start showing up, yeah. it'll be fine, right? We'll have a good time. We're going to interview a few people here today and have a good time and see what happens. We'll find some rabbit recipes. We'll go find some rabbit recipes. Oh, yeah. Maybe we can find a chef to, to talk to. Uh, there's one there here. Is, there is one here. I need to see if I can find him and get him in here. It and will be one of my have questions. Have We need to go find out where Kevin Callen is and get him on here to get his take on this. Yes, absolutely. Go mug him. <laughs> go get him. Grab him here by the ears. I'll go grab him. All right. Let's we'll be busy. <laughs> yeah, let's go see. We'll be right back. All right, joining us is Kevin Callen. We managed to track him down, pull him away from his book signing. Uh, he's got thousands of fans here. I'm a very busy man. You are a busy man. <laughs> who, who's who? You're like a sandwich between Cliff Jacobson and Hap Wilson. <laughs> I'm a Michigan sandwich. <laughs> Michigan sandwich. <laughs> oh, we're gonna get calls on that one. <laughs> so, how many? This is your how many years coming here now? Oh gosh. That's a good question. More I, than two hands? Yeah, like, the, and this is my my favorite show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's a uh, it's all what I like. It's uh, it's all volunteer based, good people, uh, uh, lots of different adventures, quiet mm-hmm. adventures. Um, uh, and then you have the the rabbits. Over yes, the rabbits. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 We, we were just talking about that. We got to find recipes. <laughs> yeah, we should go over there dress as Monty Python knights. Oh, yeah. right, <laughs> and just start. Yeah. <laughs> Thy holy hand grenade of Antioch. Yes. <laughs> I don't think they'll find that funny, but I, 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 yeah, and that's same with walking over and going, how much per pound? Oh, don't put that in my head. I'll do that. You right? Yeah. <laughs> don't worry, we will be filming you doing it. Oh man. So, hey, tell everybody what happened last night, Sean. Oh, we already did. Yes, we yeah, already did yeah, in our yes. intro. Yeah. Yeah, me and my little uh, chat with Cliff Jacobson about uh, paddles. Yeah, and this is why I have no voice left. 
Yeah. 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 It's a good thing I'm not a public speaker. Well, you know what? It's, and and yeah, as yeah. I said, it all comes down to preference. But if I can go like 21 days lifting that wooden canoe, go, go, go in the paddle, I'm not switching to composite. And I'm sorry, but Cliff's argument that a, you can't put a wooden paddle into the water quietly is null and void. Doesn't hold water. That does not hold water. <laughs> <laughs> are, are you saying that you're here, you're here in Michigan, uh-huh. one of the top outdoor shows, uh-huh. and you're saying Cliff Jacobson is wrong? <laughs> I wouldn't say he's wrong. No, no, he's wrong. <laughs> yeah, I, I can put my paddle into the water quietly. Nice yep. and quiet, so I can paddle along and not disturb anything, and I can get up close to animals and stuff. I would just say, you be you, Sean. Yeah? Yeah. 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 I, per, I personally use a double blade. No. <laughs> We've seen that, you convert. No, you know what? And that, that's it. I mean, I, I paddle with a bunch of people that use double blades in their pack boats and, and whatnot. I'll never use a double blade, but that's their preference. That's that's how they feel safe and control in their boat. So more power to you. And me with my beaver tail or otter tail, depending if I'm shallow river or yeah. deep lake, I use the, the single blade. Well... Some some people's pee smells when they eat asparagus, and some people's don't. <laughs> and sometimes it's it's purple after drinking Kool Aid. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you started it. You started this. <laughs> We're going down a rabbit hole. Hey Jerry, how are you? Jerry Jerry's here. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we already talked to him. You, oh, you've already yeah. been on. No, no, not yet. No, we haven't been on yet. We actually talked before we started recording. Oh, well, they Je- the best for last. Yes, oh, absolutely. So you're on next? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you don't see what's going on here, but it, because it's because it's a podcast, right? But, uh, this is a really fun, friendly show. Yeah, and uh, we've been doing shows for so many years, everybody, right? And uh, it's almost like a like a love fest. Yeah, we're at a love fest. It, it really <laughs> is. So you know what? We got to say, when we first started this. Um, you were on our first episode, and then about two months later, we came down to this, and you were looking at Derek like, who is this guy? I should know this guy. <laughs> and called him, I think, Dave. Dave or Dave, Dan. Dave, Brian, Dan, Jerry. John something. John. Yeah, your name's, your, your name's been... So he's got an identity crisis now, thank you. Yeah. Uh, and then I showed up with the beard, and you remembered who we were. Hey, show so, <laughs> you, you guys are the paddle radio guys. But... Uh, we, we go away going like, how does he not remember people's names? Oh, I'm terrible with names. Oh, I'm terrible no, too, actually. But, <laughs> but then we've been coming, now for seven years we've been coming to these shows. And people will start walk up to us going, hey, guys, I haven't seen you since last year. And we get like, I know your face, but. Who are oh, you? <laughs> Jim, Bob, George, Fred. So you are forgiven. You are officially forgiven. Yeah. For, for Dan, Derek, John, Jinkelheimer, Schmidt over here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think it's because I, I teach, uh, right? I've been teaching for years. And uh, like the last semester, I had 90 students. Yeah. And I'll remember all their faces. I really will. But uh, names, I think I'm, I've just given up. Oh, right? okay. Yeah. Yeah. There, yeah, there comes a point where, hey, I saw you. And that's why you, you, you come up with ways to not have to say their name. Well, I know. And, well, you know, I do remember some students' names because they've done something wrong. <laughs> so that's why I know Sean and I don't know Derek. <laughs> it's beard boy and non-beard boy. <laughs> 
But yeah, we we came down here yesterday. We beat all the weather because they were saying there's going to be massive snowstorms and everything. And, and we did get that. It was a great drive down. We yeah. got set up, and as we were leaving here, some snowflakes started, and then we went for dinner. And by the time we got out from dinner, um, yeah, it was blizzard, yeah. blizzard uh, <laughs> 2023 happening. Uh, but no, it's 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 nice out there today. We're we're here. There's tons of people already. Oh yeah, the exhibitors. Yeah. But you can and hear the hubbub in the background yeah. on the microphones. There's a, a low burble of voices all around us. Yeah. No, 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 outdoor shows are dead, Sean. Are they? Nobody's <laughs> going to them. I've heard that yeah. rumor. Yeah. It's yeah. all full of YouTubers now. Yeah. <laughs> YouTubers, podcasters, <laughs> bloggers, vloggers. Where's the guy? And with, authors. Where, where's the author with the slideshow? You know. Oh, he's in the back room. <laughs> we locked him in there. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny. I, I, I wrote a piece for Explorer. It'll be out next week about that. And um, people are saying that uh, two shows are dead. Maybe uh, the venues are changing. And yes, the speakers are changing. To me, for the better. I mean, they're, they're younger more, and they're enthusiastic. And yes, they're all YouTubers. That's because we watch YouTube. Yeah. Right? We don't yeah. watch films and TV anymore. No, really. The days no. are gone where Red Fisher mm-hmm. was at the show. Yeah. You, Those you, were the great oh old yeah. days. We Remember? used to watch him on TV. Yeah. All the black and white TV shows. His his poems. Remember oh. he had a book of poems. I don't think anybody bought that book of poems. Probably not. <laughs> Maybe his mom. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you know, but you know what? If you just kept with the same people over and over and over and over and you you, you exclude the YouTubers, bloggers and all that sort of stuff, you're just getting all these shows are just going to be a whole bunch of old crotchety men. <laughs> yes, doing these like us. These, these speeches. <laughs> but now you're getting younger people. You're getting men, women, everything coming up on stage and talking about their, everything. Their experiences, their yeah. adventures. Their exactly. Yeah. No, 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 Sean. There, there are some presenters from the old days that are still doing really good. For example, Kevin Callan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about it. He's awesome. Yeah. I, I heard that in Toronto, he did a show to a packed out room and no one threw any tomatoes. <laughs> that's a good sign. <laughs> they weren't selling well, tomatoes that, that day. That, yeah, they ran out of tomatoes that day. There was ketchup day and they needed them. Uh, no, you know what? You, you've got to have that mix. You know, because eventually these young guys are going to be the middle aged guys that replace the old guys who've now died. Yeah. <laughs> and they're going to have younger people coming up behind them, and it's just a, a it's just a cycle that it keeps going. So once eventually these these YouTubers and all that they're going to be our age doing these shows. Well, maybe your age uh, doing these shows, and then what are they going to be complaining about? It's all going you to know, change, like right? all these these people. Maybe you know. Oh yeah, all these people that are doing the holographic stuff. Yes, all my, oh, it's all my virtual holo- paddling yeah. experience. Yeah, there's all these <laughs> virtual people coming up there and talking about stuff we saw in virtual reality. Yeah. Oh my God! Why don't I get somebody else? Like, that's what's going to happen. And then those people will come up, and what are they going to complain about? Oh, those people that just paddled on Jupiter. Oh my God! Why don't you just talk about something else? <laughs> I do that so well, eh? <laughs> but you can see, and yes, it's, Karen. <laughs> and, and that's what it is. So why complain about it? Because it, it's, it's all these their experiences being talked about, and it's stuff we all want to hear about. And everything transitions t- yeah. with technology and abilities and and experiences. Everything transitions. Yeah. And you know, like you know, back in the day, people complained about these, you know, these iron horses and whatever. You remember complaining about iron horses, right, Kevin? 
<laughs> as you're riding across the plains. I have no <laughs> recollection of that event. Portage <laughs> in your canoe on your on your, your your wagon, your covered wagon. It's really interesting. I was just talking to a gentleman that, that I've known for years at the shows, and, and he showed me his maps of where he went and the Goulet River, the Pakasaw. The guy's gone endless routes up north. Oh wow, right? nice. And uh, and and he's older than I am. He knows all these routes. He's very excited about it. And then. I have a young couple come out to me and say, well, we, lo- we want to do the French River, but we don't want a portage. So different people, right? And mm-hmm. so it's the one thing I would say about shows is it's the venues that when they change, it could kill a show. Yeah. Because that's where the money comes from, right? Yeah. Maybe not this one is more volunteer-based, whatever, but you look at like the Canucopias and the Toronto Electro Adventure shows. And when you, I, what I would say, and I've been saying this since the 90s in my journals, the moment you see two or three dried meat Venues. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's 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 dying or socks, lots of socks. Oh, yes, don't yeah. get me started on yeah. socks, Kevin. <laughs> so you can have a whole bunch of really good speakers, but if you have socks and dried meat, the show's not going to last because there's no. So money. next year, my proposal for a presentation at Toronto Outdoor Adventure Show and Canucopia and whatnot, it's all going to be 101 paddling uses for socks and dried meat. <laughs> There you Thanks, go. Kevin. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you know what? Like, we, we enjoy coming to these shows and, and seeing all the people. And, and when it comes to the, the, the speakers, you know what? When I watch somebody on YouTube and then they do their thing, and you know, that's cool. Maybe I can get, I put a comment or something. But when I see them here, I can get a face-to-face with them and say, hey, listen, on this trip, you did this. And I didn't quite understand that. Can you explain it? And you can get a, an rather than typing... 15 million times and waiting for responses. I think really people uh, got really excited about that because when they're at the Toronto show, all of a sudden you're seeing the people that you were watching all the time and you, you realize they're real people. Yeah. They're, they're tangible yeah. people, right? Yes. So I think that's why people got really excited about that. On the other side, I can see other people saying, what is this? Who are these people? Um, it's good to debate. It's almost, to, to me, it's almost like the, the double blade or the bench shaft or whatever paddle yeah. you use. Everybody has a different taste, right? So, I mean, for this show, for example, though, you got a lot of old guards. Hat Wilson, um, uh, Cliff, Cliff, Cliff Jacobson, Kevin Cowell. Oh, I knew you'd say that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Gary and Joni McGuffin are over there. Yeah, right? yeah, there, yeah. There's a lot of older people here that have, have experienced people, experienced, right? and they're giving back that wealth of knowledge yep. back into the community. You and you have to. Yeah. Now, for the record, you mentioned the, the paddles again. Right across from us, old mustache canoe paddles. You see all those bench shaft paddles? I personally saw Cliff Jacobson over there holding one and talking about it. Oh, we should have got a picture of that. Right? Yeah, he was too fast, that wily guy. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently they're hollow shaft. Yeah. So, Kevin, what are you presenting today? Yeah, I'm, I'm presenting on uh, why we go out there. What's the reason? What do we get out of it? How do we uh, reconnect with nature and why do we want to? And um, just uh, is the whole presentation is a reminder of why we go. And, and if you've never been, try to encourage you to go. And yeah, I'm going to talk a little bit about my Another Bend in the River memoir. Mm-hmm. i got to tell everybody again that I'm not dying. <laughs> I, I can't believe it. People, gee, oh, well, that's you, why we had you on here. We oh <laughs> heard the rumor. <laughs> oh, man. You wrote a memoir. You must be dying. This is your swan song episode. <laughs> the gentleman at the front gate goes, what cancer do you have, Kevin? Like, I don't have any cancer that I know of. But, yeah, yeah. Wow. I don't know. It's, that's kind of odd, but. Eh. 
Yeah, but it's bringing them to your book, isn't it? I'm selling more. Just say, well, you got to read the book to find out. I should say that. I should start a rumor. Get it before before it's all gone. Find out what's ailing Kevin. Uh, I won't be able to sign it soon. Right? (laughs) Cramp. Hand cramp. I can't sign. (laughs) So we're going to go out and enjoy the the show here, see some of it, and we're going to talk to some interesting people today. We're going to see you at Canoe Copia next week as well. Yeah, it's a good thing I I, I haven't lost my voice yet. (laughs) You're you're doing one presentation here. I'm doing one here. You're not talking for the week. And then you're doing seven of them. Oh, my. Well, I am talking the week because I'm teaching. Yeah. You just point to things. I, I think I will do that. I'll get think, the slide I'll, projector yeah. out. I'll do a... I'll do a... Um, mime. I'll do yeah, a... Mime. A little mime. <laughs> no, I, I know there's a guy locked in a closet at the back that has a couple of slide projectors. Oh you my. might be able to use one. <laughs> it's all dusty. Right? <laughs> Smelly. Eh, you take what you can get. It's full of mold. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kevin, thanks for coming on and... Uh, you go enjoy the show and yeah, we'll enjoy yeah, it too. Yeah, and uh, I'll see you at Kinucopia. I'm doing seven presentations of that show. Good Lord. I'm doing a and a with, uh, with Cl- Cliff Jacobson. Yeah. Oh, that, that is going fun. to be hilarious. Talk paddles. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. him and I disagree in a good way. And uh, I'm presenting about the top 70 Kinucopia book that I have out now. Uh, and I'm talking about what I'm talking about here and also talking about the What's Around Algonquin. Uh, right. Minus uh, Link one? Yeah, don't ever do that trip. With Andy? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Andy's going to be there at the show. He has a booth, a right. Recreational Barrel Works. And I think I'm going to convince him to come up to present with me about that trip. Good. Yeah. Right on. So yeah. he can point out your your um, mistakes, failings, failings, your failings, shortcomings. Shortcomings. I would never yeah. do that about myself. I'm perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yet Andy tells us differently. <laughs> I, I don't know if you had Kevin and Andy. I, Andy's got that honest face. I'd have to go with Andy's story. Yeah, yeah. I agree, actually. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kevin, go enjoy the show. We're going to do a quick, quick walk around here. I think I need to refill on my coffee. And uh, Great, great. It was great driving with you guys. Right? Drove I know. In. Enjoy the walk home. Yeah, you <laughs> got me there. <laughs> we'll be talking to you, Kevin. Thanks a lot. Thanks. So now we are back with Forest of the Canoe. You guys are up uh, just north of Sault Ste. Marie. That's right, yeah. Um, so what do, what do you guys do? Actually, introduce yourselves and then tell us who you guys are, what you do. and Yeah, well, my name's Ryan. And I'm Shanna. Uh, Forest the Canoe is a tours, trips, and outfitting company. So we take people on canoe trips, get them out hiking and paddling. Uh, really, we kind of started with uh, going camping a lot, right? Backcountry camping. We decided we're trying to make every little bit of free time to head north. So we said, hey, let's make this a lifestyle. Uh, we uprooted our successful careers in Hamilton, went back to school for Adventure Recreation Parks Technician, oh, and right found a job in Sault Ste. Marie, got our dream home on uh, the shore of Lake Superior there, and then we started taking people out for camping trips, day trips, hiking trips. And now we offer stuff all year round, so we're pretty lucky uh, to be able to get outside a lot. And that's, that's beautiful country up there as well. Oh yeah, yeah, we're, uh, we're lucky. Yeah. Now, when, when people are coming up for canoe trips and stuff, what are you guys offering? What are they looking for? So, it's mostly people who have no paddling experience whatsoever. So, we take people out that have never been on the water before. We give them some paddling instructions. Usually, it's more of a day trip, a four-hour tour. Right. And uh, they just get to get out there and experience canoeing for the first time. 
and you're you're finding that I mean, like I say, you guys got the Goulet River and everything up there, and um, you now do you guys do like multi day trips? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes we'll curate uh, overnight trips, kind of groups. Anytime people are looking for anything custom, that's something right. that they'll sometimes come to us. Uh, this year it's been a bit mild, and we've been real busy with other things. But usually we'll try to get a winter camping trip in too. Uh, right. We know it's getting real popular a lot more nowadays too. Get everybody in the canvas tent, get your stack of wood, and stay warm through the night. That's the challenge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get that that dry wood. To to, yeah, to, not you. to keep it going, right? Yeah, yeah we, we we run into that down where we go through Algonquin Park and stuff like that. And nice. Just, everything's just wet all the time, and you know the park wood, Ontario Parks wood. That's the big thing. No, you don't want to. You don't want to be collecting and breaking the rules either, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Winter makes it tough. Yeah. So, do you do trips on Superior itself, or is it on the rivers coming into Superior? So, uh, the town we're in is called Gooley River. Yeah. Uh, we're not right on the river; we're right on Lake Superior. So, most of our paddling, our trips, and everything's on Lake Superior. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of private property around uh, the Gooley River mouth where we are. Some of our day trips we'll put in like on Lake Superior and paddle to like one of the more secluded kind of wetland-like uh, mouths of the Gooley River because we we kind of want folks into nature and kind of experience that. Mm-hmm. Uh, in some spots on the Gooley River, there's a lot of you know like uh, powered sea dews and boats kind of ringing right. around there. Yes. Uh, so we try to avoid that with our tours. Nothing wrong with that, but uh, that's kind of the goal that we're trying to give our guests for that experience. Yeah. Mostly with uh, Sean's experience, it's a rough lake. It's a big lake, so it gets rough and it can get rough pretty quick. I think Sean's tried to paddle it like six or seven times. Oh, he's made easy. it once. Yeah. 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 The weather really predicts like our tours. So we always say like we can't ask for good weather, but we can ask for good judgment. So like if it is too rough, we'll head inland to a smaller lake. Yeah. So, so that is alternates. manageable. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, if I wanted to do like a 10-day trip, is that something you guys could do? Or do you... No, we could definitely curate that for you. Make it real, real nice. Uh, especially when we do our guided trips. Right. Um, we try to bring all those transferable skills we have from our old careers and lives. So you're, you're getting some good food if you're coming on a trip with me. Oh, right on. Uh, we're going to take care of everything for you if you need gear, uh, carrying everything, right? So really focusing on that beginner uh, is where we can really excel. But, you know, getting out with friends that have a bit more experience, that's really fun for us too. So right. we welcome that for sure as well. Uh, kind of where we're located, we understand it is a bit of a trouble. Like, you might not want to carry your canoe on the roof of your car for 700 kilometers, right? <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. come to base camp, we'll set you up right, and then you can head north to the park from there. Uh, from our location, it's probably about an hour and a half drive up to Lake Superior Provincial Park. That's not bad at all. No, and no. one of the most beautiful coastal drives you could find in all of Ontario. It is so. a nice drive yeah. through that area. Beautiful. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, and that's one of the things I always say is if, if you're driving, you got to do that Lake Superior shoreline drive. Yeah, maybe not in the winter, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but get on the closed highway there, yeah, yeah, for sure. But I mean, there, there's even I mean, there's other uh, rivers and stuff close to you that people can paddle, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like there's the Montreal River there. There's mm-hmm. the Michipicoten up in Wawa. Yeah. So I mean, that's all within an hour or so drive, easy, right? Yeah, and. On the drive on the highway, it's pretty much look left. You got Lake Superior there. If you're heading north, look right. That's where all those beautiful streams, creeks, and rivers are going to go. Yeah. 
around the whole lake, right? We got over 200 creeks, rivers, and streams coming into Lake Superior. Choose one on your drive, you're probably going to enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> right on. So are you guys, have you guys been seeing an uptick since COVID of people coming up and wanting to do the paddling? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, just with COVID, like, everyone wanted to get outside, so we had, like, a lot more people coming out l- looking to access nature. It was great to get people out, so. Good. And you think it's going to get even more popular this year? Hopefully. Hopefully? <laughs> yeah. 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 Our, uh, our most popular service that we've been offering, actually, is haunted hikes. So, in October, we do hikes at night. And then we hire extras, and uh, we station them in the woods. And, uh, yeah, people really like that. So not often people get out for a night hike, and then it's a little no bit scary. No heart attacks yet? No, not yet. Not yet? No, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> How's your hike? Well, up until that guy died. Yeah, great. <laughs> no, no, tears is the only thing we've created on yes. the hot ah, There's yeah. been yeah. some tears, yeah. Wow. <laughs> those, those ones are fun, uh... You know, kind of dispelling the myth of darkness, you know. Exactly, yeah. Uh, and then a big kind of takeaway that we go is folks really, like, paying attention to trail markers, telling somebody where you're going. And if you don't have those skills to get out by yourself, go with a guide for the first time. Check mm-hmm. it out. Do exactly. it in a safe, fun way. And then you can hopefully build that confidence to go out by yourself at nighttime. Right. So you're, you're, you're like you say, you're geared towards beginners. But So basically, somebody wants to get out for three four days whatever they can come up see you yep you can go out and paddle for a couple of days and then go do some hiking for a couple of days and yeah. you can get the whole outdoors experience i mean you're only what a, i think it's like a 10 hour drive from toronto yep right so yep. yeah that's, for me that's nothing but that's yeah. with stops you know yeah. and lots of great yeah. stops along the way yeah uh, whether you're coming up on the state side or through ontario it's beautiful drive on both sides um we also have our uh, True North Adventure Bus, which is a program that we worked with the Tourism Sault Ste. Marie. They provided us funding to obtain a, a bus for six weeks, pick up folks in Sault Ste. Marie from the hotels, oh. drive them north of the city, oh, wow. get them out hiking and paddling for a full day trip, provide some local food and snacks, and then bring them back to their hotel at the end of the day so they can venture in the city and check out maybe some of the restaurants around there that well. sounds like it would be popular i would uh, yeah. do that myself that Sweet. sounds interesting yeah it, and everything's included right like we we tow the canoe trailer behind us those trips with the bus we had the capability to bring 10 individuals yeah this year we might scale it down a bit just because we realize where we are in sault Ste. Marie, ontario uh we're a city of about seventy-five thousand people yeah. but we're surrounded by cities like of 500 300 1500 so yeah. uh we really do rely on those summer tourism coming up to the yes. area yeah yeah, yeah. And, and i think more and more from what we've seen that sort of thing's happening yeah you know like southern ontario central ontario they're getting busier and busier and busier you know like trying to get a spot in algonquin anymore is ridiculous yeah then killarney which is the next one is ridiculous and not everybody is um tomogamy experience yeah shall we say yeah right so you know cruise a little bit over and you can get something like you know well let's go to sault st marie for for a week yeah and then, you know, a couple of days up with you guys and you, you offer the bus, the whole whole meal deal. And Lake Superior Provincial Park has a lot of similarities to, like, Killarney and Algonquin yeah. in terms of, like, access to either inland lakes and, like, lots of portages and stuff. So, yeah. and you don't see as many people. Yes. Yeah. That's, the, that's <laughs> the good part. Yeah. Uh, now, do you guys offer uh, lodging at your place? Yeah. 
Yeah, we have, uh, it's mostly booked through Airbnb. Uh, we have okay. uh, the canvas tent right on the lakeside there. Okay. Uh, it's not like for the winter time, but great, right on a nice wooden platform. We set up either uh, a Queen Air mattress or a couple of nice, really comfortable cots. Uh, you bring all your bedding and your gear, and it's, you know, you're going to be sleeping with the waves at nighttime. And then we have our little bunkie, which is on the property where we live as well, where we do our rentals. Uh, it's probably the equivalent of like a tiny house, you know? Maybe yeah, it's about 200 square feet. Yeah, so okay. yeah. it has electricity, but we're working in the old fuse style, so it's more like to charge your phone or whatnot. Got it. It's really great for folks who like camping, but kind of want that comfort of uh, a roof and four walls. Well, I mean, in my, in my opinion, the same thing with hotels is, you're only there to sleep, yeah, yeah, right? and, and and eat. So, how much extra space do you really need? It's right? a nice, comfy spot to rest your head at the end of the day. Right, there's, so. a, there's a massive lake, a hundred feet from your front door if you yeah. need a bath. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, so so it sounds like you guys are, are really starting to cook it up up there and. Hopefully people start coming your way and yeah, really get into it. We're trying our best and uh, trying to make it like a welcome, fun, safe experience. Yeah, yeah. for sure. If uh, you ever see a sunset at our place, uh, we say it's world class for sure. Yeah. So, uh, oh, yeah. There's, there's been some tears shed as people walk around our house there and see the lake. So that's something <laughs> we're pretty accustomed to. And yeah. we, we know how lucky we are. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So how would people get a hold of you if they wanted to look you up, if you wanted to figure out where you are and what you can uh, supply them and support them with? You, I, you have the website here. Uh, you tell them. Tell us about how they can get a hold of you. Yeah. So you can follow us on social media. We have Facebook, uh, Instagram, even TikTok. But we're Forest the Canoe or at Forest the Canoe. And then our website is forestthecanoe.ca. Right on. Yeah. Awesome. Got phone numbers on there. Give me a call. You come right to me. We'll have a great chat. Talk about <laughs> paddling and getting out. Perfect. Excellent. Well, thank you very much for joining us. We appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you around the show. Yeah. Awesome. Well, well, except for this big wall that's between our <laughs> booth and your booth. <laughs> I, I look forward to listening again. We're fans. We've definitely listened to the oh, show. Right so I appreciate you coming over and asking us to hop on for it. Hey, it's great having you here. Yeah, Sweet. this is so thank awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, with us now is John Chase from Paddling the Blue Podcast. How are you doing, John? Excellent. How are you, Sean? How are you, Derek? Fantastic. Doing Thanks for great. joining us. We appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Good, good to meet you guys in person. Right? <laughs> and that's the thing. Is that that's why we like these shows. And we were talking to Kevin Callan earlier and he says, because you meet all the people. That's right. right? It's, it's tough. Normally, it's just messages online or texts or whatever. But this is how we get out and actually meet people that we know of or heard about or mm-hmm. listen to ourselves. Or, yeah. So it's fantastic. Well, yeah. You already feel like friends because I hear you guys all the time. Right? <laughs> exactly. Always there. <laughs> you That's what that bucks guy looks me? like. <laughs> <laughs> now, your podcast is sea kayaking. Sea kayaking primarily. Primarily. Yes. Um, and what do you say? And wonderful uh, people doing... Great things. Great things from the seat of a boat. Right. Um, so I, I, I get the pleasure of having the opportunity to talk to people on every continent about paddling on every continent. Isn't oh, that right awesome, though. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's just really cool being able to hear some of the stories and just the fascinating people uh, that, that do those trips and then all the people and experiences that they have along the way. And that's what's really enjoyable about it for me. Fantastic. You know, and that's yeah. we, we get the same thing as just chatting with people everywhere and saying, hey, you know, what do you do? And, and just the different stories and, and different... You know, do techniques stuff and for, stuff. Exactly. And, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I get yeah. something different out of each one. 
Oh, definitely. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, you your podcast, you've been doing this, what, since 2022? 2000, actually, 2020. 20? Yes, yeah, so uh, as, of, as of right now, I'm 81 episodes in, so I launch every other week. Excellent. Which would be bi-weekly, Derek. <laughs> we were having a conversation about that earlier. Ah. We have show notes about you, and it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, we have February 2022, so we got that wrong. I, I'm a, I'm February 2020 table. was the first one, okay. actually. Oh, okay, that's my fat fingers. <laughs> so you're primarily out of Alaska, right? Uh, no, I'm actually, I live in Traverse City. Oh, Michigan. I live in Traverse City, Michigan, yes, sir. Yeah, okay. you told me Alaska, buddy. I don't know. Yeah. I, no, for I some would, reason, I thought it was Alaska. No, so t- t- today at the show, I was speaking about paddling Alaska. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So that may be where the confusion came in. <laughs> right. <laughs> now, you paddled, you paddled up that way? Yes. Yep. Uh, I was up there in uh, 2021. Um, no, yeah, 2021. We did a trip through Prince William Sound. Right. Oh, and right Just on. absolute beautiful trip. Left from Whittier and then just threaded all through uh, the western Prince William Sound. Awesome. Uh, the other thing you have, uh, which I've noticed, is besides the podcast, is paddleexercise.com. You have that website. What yes. exactly is that? Because that's our big thing is, well, you're paddling. you got to get some sort of exercise. That's right. Okay? That's we may right. look like we don't get much exercise, but <laughs> <laughs> the intent is to work on that. Oh, From the <laughs> neck up. <laughs> you know, 12-ounce curls. That's good. <laughs> Um, so paddlingexercises.com, that's, uh, that's kind of a, the home for a book that's paddling exercises. Uh, uh, sorry, paddling, <laughs> sorry, Pad- ah, tongue-tied, Power to the Paddle, Exercises to Improve Your Canoe and Kayak Paddling. So that's a book that I wrote uh, a number of years back, and uh, it's, it's just as it sounds. So it's a collection of exercises that people can use to improve their abilities and to be able to get to the places that they want to and, and really be able to enjoy it and end the day with a smile on their face. So strength and technique. Strength and technique, yes. Okay. So it's not a pre-formatted workout as much as it is a collection of exercises, and then I teach you how to build your own workout using oh, okay. those exercises. So there's a, a, a book, and it started with the book, and then so many people ask me, will you do a DVD that kind of shows me those exercises in action? So I have a, a companion DVD that's with it as well. Awesome. Create a little muscle memory. Right? That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, it's easy just to sit in a boat. Yeah. But if, if you know that this is, if you're going to get into it, and you know this one exercise is going to help your shoulders, and this one's going to help your arms. This one's going to help your lower back's a big, right? Yep, absolutely. Then if that if, if you can gear your exercise to help those areas, yep. Then that's that's fantastic. That's why I don't go to the gym anymore. Is because <laughs> it really wasn't doing it for me. <laughs> so, what kind of exercise would you suggest for off-season paddling? Like uh, what I've done before in the past is uh, in my basement tied a. a heavy bungee or exercise band and just practice paddling sitting on a chair and it gives me that strength training and paddling both sides so is there some technique that you suggest for off-season paddlers for preparing for the season yeah so off-season so i'm, I'm a big proponent of full body exercise okay um, so the motion that you described there is kind of a pull exercise you imagine that you're you're sitting in your boat and you're yeah. drawing that paddle back or you're moving your boat forward so supplementing that with something that's going to help you push. Oh, okay. So our bodies move in several planes of motion, and we basically we perform seven different activities. We, uh, we, we squat, we lift, we press overhead, we push, we pull, 
We okay. lunge, we rotate. So think about those seven ways the body moves, and then we build exercises that mimic those movements uh, to really get the entire body. And paddling itself is a full body exercise. It's not just sitting in the boat. It's not Correct. just the upper body. There's a lot that happens in a kayak underneath the deck or a lot that happens in a canoe below the below the gunnel. Yeah, a lot of core muscles, sure. core muscle work going on, mm-hmm. yes. And that core muscular core musculature you know, when people think core, they often just think the abs. They kind of misdiagnose exactly. that. And it's also back and chest. Yeah, and yeah, your core is the entire midsection of the body with the exception of the extremities. So yeah. you know, that's where all movement starts. Mm-hmm. And if I can build that strong core, then the re- then I can basically power through the day for and enjoy the day and end, up, end the day with a smile on the face. And you have a book on this. That's correct. So power to the paddle, exercises to improve your canoe and kayak paddling. Right on. Right on. Yeah. Uh, paddle exercise is it paddle exercise the, the website is paddle paddling exercises.com okay so you can go there and you can get your book and that from there yep, you can get the book you can get the dvd uh, and then i also lead trips and i'm also an instructor and an instructor trainer so all that's kind of combined under that same umbrella okay so and you're located out of traverse city traverse city correct michigan here yep. so if somebody wants to come out and learn sea kayaking they can come to you and and you do a podcast as well absolutely wow do you have a day job, or is that your day job? No, I, by day, I'm actually the uh, the director of Parks and Recreation for Grand Traverse County. So oh, wow. my, my business is getting people outside and getting them to enjoy the environment. So it's, it's a perfect right tie-in. Perfect, right? Nice yeah. tie-in. It all ties together. That's yeah. right. You know, one of my properties that I manage is a 200-acre is island out on Lake Michigan that has a campground on it. And uh, so sometimes I have to go to work, and I have to paddle out to the campground. So <laughs> Oh, life is hard. Someone's got to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I've taken one for the team, John. That's right. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> your, your podcast, you, you, what, what got you into doing the podcast? So actually, there was a podcast a number of years ago called Sea Kayak Roots. Okay. And a gentleman by the name of Simon Willis used to do that. And when I first really started paddling seriously... I, I searched out podcasts, and I came across that one, and it had stories from people around the world doing great things from the seat of a boat. And I thought, well, that's interesting. Well, he, he stopped doing it, and I uh, went on started doing other things. And for a number of years, I kept thinking, I wish that was back. I wish somebody would bring that back. And then finally it dawned on me one day, why don't I do that? And so that's kind of how it started. And I just did it as a hobby and still do it as a hobby. It's it's just fun. Well, that, that's what we do. We just, I mean, we were sort of asked. To produce a, an online radio show, and when that went, the the station went busted. We just continued it on as a podcast, as yeah. a podcast, and it's a fun hobby to get together once a week and yabber, sure, drink yeah. a couple of beers, and exactly, you know, have a good time talking to people and, and whatnot. Uh, you know, like we we have our buddy um, John Drummond, or Alan Alan, Alan Drummond. Drummond. <laughs> um, I think John's his dad, <laughs> <laughs> Alan Drummond. And he's into the sea kayaking. He's got a sea kayaking Facebook page and, and yeah. all that sort of stuff. And, you know, he talks about that and enjoys doing it. And we've we've barely touched um, ourselves getting out and sea kayak. I've got my kayak and everything like that. You get out there. And it is different than what we usually do with the, with the canoe tripping and stuff like that. But you can learn so much and have so much different types of fun in the sea kayak. Sure. Right? So now, what are your favorite places to paddle? Oh, boy. You're around here, you mean? Anywhere. Anywhere? Anywhere. Oh, okay. So if I talk about around here, I mean, 
living in the Traverse City area, there's so many, so many beautiful beaches uh, to launch from. Right. Um, the Boardman River is, you know, it's not sea kayaking, right? So, but the Boardman River is an absolutely beautiful river. I would, I would argue one of, if not the most beautiful river in the state of Michigan. Uh, free flowing, got some fast sections, crystal clear, uh, just a beautiful environment throughout the river. Uh, but in terms of beaches to paddle there's west bay and east bay in the traverse city area i love going out near sleep sleeping near dunes so and, do uh, we yeah yes <laughs> you don't want to fall down that hill <laughs> it's a totally different view from the dunes from the water than it is from oh, the top of the absolutely dunes. Yeah. yeah so we had that view when we did our five lakes that we were talking about earlier yeah and uh, so we it was a rough day and we we have to paddle this lake, and it was the w- rollers were coming in, and we fought our way out, and we ended up drawing a crowd. Everybody's standing on shore <laughs> watching us. What is wrong with these two guys? <laughs> it would have been much easier in a sea kayak. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, we had an open canoe, so it was rough. Yeah. We didn't flip. We did good. Yep. Survived. Yeah. <laughs> now, on that trip, we, did you did you paddle long, or was it just enough to just get in, paddle around for five or ten minutes, and move on to the next lake? Usually a half hour yeah, to an hour. hour yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, get out there. Well, that that particular spot that was took longer. us a little bit longer just to actually finally get. But when we were out there, just having a blast with the the big rollers and everything, and yes. all, yeah. you know, some of the video we took, you just seeing the front of the canoe go straight up and then bam, slam back down. <laughs> and you just hear us giggling like little, you know, uh, just, just going to town, having fun. You know, yes. that's, that's that's what the whole trip really was about. It's, yeah. it's just to have do something weird yeah. and have fun doing it, and, and we definitely did. That's right. It was so, a neat trip. It, you know, it, it really was. So, um, Now, you you just talk to people all over the world on your podcast. That's right. Uh, anybody in... But d- generally, they're sea kayak related. Generally, sea kayak. Yeah. Yeah. For the most part. Or something something related to it. So, it might be a paddler or something somebody that does something that's uh, akin to paddling. Right. Okay. So, it sounds pretty good. You know, it's, it's nice to, like I say, we, we, we knew you were going to be here. We want to get on because we like to promote other people and stuff like that. So to get your thing. And like I say, we, we're we more biased towards canoe tripping and stuff like that. So if we it's, can sort yes. of point people towards podcasts like yours, yeah, you know, that's more generally see kayak paddling and stuff like that. Then it sort of gives them yeah a wider range of things to listen it's to. It's generally right? not our area of expertise. So it's nice to have somebody talk like we... Alan Drummond, when he comes along, and he has his, he's, he's, a, he's a kayaker. Mm-hmm. So he, he gives us that perspective. So it's nice to have somebody else with that perspective because we can't really talk very well yeah. on, on the kayaking perspective. So we went sea kayaking yeah. today, and I managed not to flip over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. My canoe skills kicked in. <laughs> I'm very good at wet exits. <laughs> well, I probably have those same skills in a canoe. I have a canoe. But I just don't paddle it very much. Okay, so, yeah, yeah. You know, so I need to. I, I'll, you're the you're the you're the experts there. <laughs> it's amazing how many kayakers own canoes. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. And you know, oh no, I'm a sea kayaker. I'm a sea kayaker. I'm a sea kayaker. But I do have a canoe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the truth comes out. It's the dirty little secret of the paddling yeah. world. <laughs> awesome. Is there anything you want to add about your podcast? Um. Wish it's I your chance to promote yourself, talk yeah. about your book, talk about anything you want. <laughs> All right. Um, 
just it, it's a great opportunity to really you know, I really enjoy the opportunity to talk to all these different paddlers from around the world and really experience life through their eyes experience the trips that they take and uh, and be able to share that with others that's that's really been the joy for me is being able to get these stories out and have the opportunity for others to hear them and then when I hear back from people uh, about how a trip has inspired them uh, something they heard on the podcast has inspired them to take a trip of their own that really gets me going making yeah. connections yes yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, hey, that's that's, and, and we do the same sort of thing. I mean, we've we've had people come from England, you know. Hey, we we heard about Algonquin Park from your show, and we're doing a trip there now. And, you know, if we can meet up with you at some point or or oh, whatever. Yeah, we met that couple down yeah. in Toronto that time. Yeah, and, we went up for dinner with them. Yeah, and I mean, we we get the emails from all over the world saying, "Hey, listen to your show and love it," and, and that's huge, isn't it? Yeah, like oh, getting absolutely. that feedback from people like, "Dude, you're from Australia. You're from Germany. You're from <laughs> Brazil." Like that feedback about stuff is like. And the little tips and stuff that they send you, sure, saying, "Hey, no, we do this down here. You should try that or check this out," sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. A, people are so willing to help you out. Right, yeah. I enjoy that. Yeah, and it's, it's reassuring to know that hey, somebody does listen to us. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Not just our moms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, awesome. So paddling the blue, paddling the blue. Twice, uh, twice a month. Every other week. Yep. Every other week. Every yeah. other week. Oh, yeah, Derek other, got me all confused on that now. Otherwise known as bi-weekly. Bi- see? Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I launch every uh, every other Monday. Okay. Uh, it comes out 7 a.m. Central Time, 8, 8 a.m. Eastern Time. Uh, so, and you're, you're everywhere? Everywhere you find your favorite podcast or paddlingtheblue.com. Perfect. Perfect. Well, John, thanks for coming yes, on. Thanks for joining us. I mean, you're right it. behind us here. That's right. Yes. So I turned around, hey, John. Yeah. We see some of your paintings and stuff. Or is that yeah. pictures? Are those are they pictures. your pictures? Those are your yep. pictures. Yep. I was talking, nice. talking earlier about Alaska, so I've got some pictures of Alaska here. And, nice. And then we're uh, organizing a trip. Yeah. Oh, awesome. So, like, a uh, private trip or Organizing trip a, guide, who, a guided trip. Really? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Like fjords and all kinds of stuff like uh, that? Prince William Sound. So we'll leave out of Whittier. Yeah, and uh, paddle the western edge of the or western side of the Prince William Sound. Beautiful area, um, you know, great environment, nice water. That sounds very appealing. Yeah, yeah. need a dry hey. suit. Yeah. Ooh. Just so, so happens you got a dry I suit. Got a new dry suit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it's not new anymore. No, it's about a year old now. Yeah, it's still new. There we go. <laughs> yeah, summertime day, uh, summer daytime highs are sixties there, lows in the forties. So, but the water is always about three degrees. <laughs> Celsius. Water was chilly. Yeah, yeah. Water yeah. was chilly. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, now that that'd be awesome. You can people can find out information on that. Paddlingexercises.com is where they'll find that. Perfect. Right on. There you go, Derek. Okay. Thank you for joining us. Very much appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate right. the opportunity. Great to have you. We'll, we'll talk to you again. Okay. We're sitting with Andrea Graham, and she is the granddaughter of Verlin Kruger. How you doing? I'm wild, thank you. <laughs> so now up in Canada, we have big um, collections of canoes and stuff like that. Like Bill Mason is one of the big guys. And they try to say, what are you going to do with all this stuff? What are you going to do with all this stuff? Let's throw it in the Canadian Canoe Museum sort of deal. Your grandfather has all this stuff. And when he passed, no one really knows what to do with it. But you, because there's, there's, I don't know if you guys really have a canoe museum or something down this way. You're trying to create a a lasting legacy, right? Right. Yes. So after my grandfather passed away, my mother and I went and um, kind of raided 
his office and uh, took some of the canoes and placed that at the Asaba River Center where it uh, was housed for about 15 years. And then um, two years ago, we went and um, picked up that collection. The board had changed, and they decided to use the space differently. And we thought, well, what are we going to do with these contents now? So the contents included um, three of his most notable trips, the Ultimate Canoe Challenge with Steve Landick, um, the Cross-Continent Canoe Safari with um, Clint Waddell, and then the Two-Continent Canoe Trip with Valerie Fons. So those three canoes we have, and we have a lot of um, support items that go along with it. And now we are looking for a permanent host site. However, in the meantime, we have decided to create a mobile museum. So we would like this traveling museum to go to different functions and um, just to put him back out there and for people to see what he has accomplished and to be inspired by that. Well, and that's the big thing we're, we're talking about is the Verlin Kruger Award, and he's a part of the Quiet Adventure Symposium and all that sort of stuff for, for years. I mean, that's the one name that, ever since we've been coming here, that's the one name that's been constant that we've heard. Right? Yes, he um, would attend the uh, the symposium back when it was called you know, Quiet Water. Yep. And um, and then the first year that they had the Verlin Kruger Award, he was awarded it. Uh, and then, I think he had an in. I uh, know. I think it was his name. And I believe it was the year or the year after that he passed away. Um, and so, yeah, every year since then, they've been doing that award. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you're familiar with Portland, Michigan, but um, there's the Verlin Kruger Memorial there yep. with the bronze statue, and uh, which was uh, created by Derek Rainey. And um, we had this Kruger um Berlin Kruger Memorial Committee that was just amazing in putting that together. Right. So now you're trying to get all this stuff together, trying to raise funds to find out, you know, eventually start with the, the traveling. Yes. And then eventually find a space for it for permanent. Yes. So our goal, or what I would like to say our mission statement, is to preserve the legacy, the stories, and accomplishments of Berlin Kruger. And we would say he is arguably the... Uh, canoeing's greatest of all time because, of course, I'm going to say that. I'm his granddaughter. Um, but we want to inspire future generations to appreciate nature, quiet, water sports, and human potential. And it's so true. Like, his story is so inspiring. Um, I was just telling somebody about his story the other day, and, and they just took it in their own way as an author. They were struggling to put out books. And it was like, wow, that was that was really great. Like, keep keep trying keep going don't don't give up mm-hmm. so if people want to find out information on about what you're doing if they want to help donate or whatever where would people go um i'd love for you to go to krugerlegacy.com um we uh, just have just started out but we're hoping to raise funds then to um purchase a uh, trailer that we will make into a mobile exhibit that'd be kind of cool right on yeah And then you go to the people. Yeah, we would go to the people. So you don't have to go to a building somewhere, but we would enjoy going out to others and sharing a little bit about his life. Um, Of course, we wouldn't be able to put a lot into that trailer. Uh, And eventually our end goal is to find a permanent host site for the entire collection. But even if you had the, the traveling display 
You could change stuff up as you go around, we could. right? Yes. Mm-hmm. We yeah. sure could. Yeah. We just happen to have things like the molds and plugs and, like, uh, you know, one of his old aluminum canoes that he, you know, paddled and um, canoes that have been on the... Um, Grand River Expedition and, you know, different ones that maybe have been raced. And so there's a lot of different things that we could share with others. Is there any of the old items uh, that belong to your grandfather that you're still searching for? So is there Mm. stuff out there in the wild? Oh, there's a lot of stuff out there in the wild. (laughs) I say that because in in case somebody does hear this and they're wondering, I've got Verlin Kruger's this, paddle that, or or something, right? So maybe they could reach out and say, hey, if there's a lasting legacy, maybe we can donate these items back. Oh, I would love that. Um, My husband might say, hold on, where are we going to put that right now? (laughs) But, um, no, he's great. He's going to be great about it. Uh, Yes, there are things that we do not have. We don't have a lot on his racing um, career and okay. um, so that that would be cool um, and he built you know some wood strip racing canoes and oh, such right. yeah, yeah. back in the day um, so that I don't ha- I don't know that we have anything like that in our collection right now oh, okay so there people happen to be looking through stuff and know that they've got that exactly well you know it, it could be anything too I know that we have a variety of different paddles because he used to design and make his own paddles and they started out you know with a very straight shaft and then they began to bend you know so they looked more they like, developed like, over time yes they yeah. did things he did go through a lot of different designs and um, he just kept improving until it was like the best fit for him yes um and then it ended up being a really great fit for other people too and then we'd hear stories about i got into a a kruger canoe and i just decided i loved it and i had to have one um they thought they loved the canoe they had before that but nope they got into a Kruger, and that was the end. For them. They, mm-hmm. they were wrong the first time. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, hopefully uh, everything comes together. If you can give us the website one more time where people can find the information. Sure. It's KrugerLegacy.com. Perfect. Andrea, thank you. And, thank uh, you. We'll post it on our uh, our Facebook page and everything as well. And Perfect. Hopefully people can touch base with you, and this becomes a reality. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for joining us. Appreciate yes, it. Thank you. So we are back home now. Yes. Uh, there were some pretty good interviews that we did uh, down at the symposium. It was. It was It was a lot of, like always, it's a lot of fun. But this year it just seemed more busy than normal. I didn't even get a chance to sneak off and buy stuff. I'm going for a PC in three <laughs> hours. Like, yeah. honestly, I had planned on ducking out on you for a short time. And Again? Going, yeah. Third year running? <laughs> But it's it's like uh, it just it was a nonstop day. It's like before I even knew it, it was five o'clock. It's like what happened to the day? Right. We didn't even get over to see the rabbits. No, I really wanted to. I'm glad we sort of saw uh, snuck in the night before. Yeah, I'm doing my homework next year because uh, I'm going to talk to the wife and kids about and bringing one home. I'm going to see about do some research about getting them across the border. You need to get two massive ones and say oh <laughs> bonded pairs you can't just buy one you gotta buy two one yeah. for each of the kids and if they don't work out you can eat them right yeah there you go <laughs> you got two slippers yes <laughs> there's a lot of offended people out there right now right i <laughs> uh, had a great time though yes it was good yes uh, we still actually got an, uh, enough for two more episodes too that's awesome right 
So I'll see you at the end of the year. Because <laughs> I'm actually heading to Canucopia this weekend, too. Uh, so I'll yes. have, uh, hopefully have I'll some, have some stuff. You'll have some stuff from there I'm well. debating whether to do podcast stuff or video stuff. Mm-hmm. Or both. Like, it, it's, it would be... Everything is opening up, so I think everybody has this new new love for stuff like this. How was the Toronto show? Was it busy, busy? It was busy beyond belief. So, yeah. Like, so I had to are, go to the restaurant area just to get a break from yeah. the people. So, just think about it. You're, you're, you're uh, like, three years of cabin fever. It's like, oh, i got to get out of the house. Right? <laughs> so, I didn't think... I didn't think Quiet Adventure Symposium was as busy as it has been, but I think this is since this is the first year. Yeah, everybody's back in person. I think next year is going to be even busier. Yeah. So I didn't. I, I was trying to pay attention, but it's not always easy to look around and when you're when people are talking to you and stuff. But uh, I didn't. I thought I noticed that there was fewer people, but but there were a lot more people stopping by the booth. Oh yeah, because we were a heck of a lot more busy. In previous years, it would be you know like people would want to buy, wondering what's going on, what we're doing, why the mm-hmm. microphones, and and this year it was people were purposely stopping by and and chatting with us yeah. and yeah. yeah. So that was uh, that that was the busy part. It was just there was nonstop. I didn't even lose my voice. Yeah, and there was a few people that stopped by to chit chat with us, but we were always recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So yeah, yeah we we had more people to record this year and. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, like we were always had somebody in our booth recording, yeah. which was really, really good. Yeah. But, but, uh, yeah, I mean, we both got a quick little buggy around earlier in the morning to have a quick looky yes. loo, but, uh, yeah, I thought we would have had a, some time during the day to get a quick little, I know, right? We barely had time. So to go it's to the exciting though. That was so busy. Yeah. That's, it's, ex- I'm, I'm excited for that part alone that, uh, there was a lot of interaction. Mm-hmm. And this show is different than the others because it's, it's. All volunteer run and organized. It's not commercialized. And so, it's not as commercialized yeah. like the big shows like Toronto Door Adventure Show and Kinkopia yeah. and all that, that you get every, all the vendors there trying to sell their gear mm-hmm. and stuff. I mean, there were some here as well, yeah. but it's nothing compared to what um, the other shows are. This is a lot more of the um, conservation areas, the bike clubs, the paddling clubs and all that sort of say, hey, here's what we do and here's what we're trying to conserve and here's our water yeah. trail or, you know, uh, come to Lake Superior and check it out yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, you don't right? have uh, tourism and rain gutters being sold. and Yeah, no shortbread cookies <laughs> that I was aware of. Yeah. Unless you ate them well. Yeah. No, no, uh, you know, there was like, Toronto Show usually has like two booths with like dried meat. <laughs> Not this one. <laughs> it it was a it was a good show. Mm-hmm. Really happy with how things went. Uh, like I say, we've got tonight's show there, and we've got two other shows uh, um, still to do. Yeah, yeah. Awesome, exciting. I'm excited for everybody to listen in, and uh, I w- I'd like to hear some feedback. What y'all think? Yeah, we had the the snowstorms that we were talking about there. Yes. The snowstorms are fun. fun. Uh, beautiful days though. Mm-hmm. Like after, oh, after yeah. that original yeah. snowstorm, beautiful day driving and even driving home. Like when we left, uh, East Lansing on Sunday morning, yeah. like you would not have known that but big st- whiteout storm <laughs> know. had taken place. It had gotten so warm that everything just melted. Yeah. <laughs> you could crazy. see grass again and yeah. I mean, there was still snow, but like, yeah. 
nothing like there was on Friday night. I know. It's like, wow. <laughs> I think that maybe played a, played a part too, because I know some of the people, we didn't get a couple interviews because people were, you know, they had a bad time getting in that day and they just yeah. wanted to, to head out. Yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, I, I, I think that may have played a part in a little bit of people staying home. Mm-hmm. You know, that storm, but, but we had a good time and, uh, chit-chatted with a whole bunch of people and went to the Eagle Monk afterwards and saw even more people. It was fun. Yes. Good time. Yeah. Is it next year yet? (laughs) (laughs) And I am off to Canoe Copia this weekend. Yes. Awesome. That's going to be fun. And I hadn't, I was, you know, there's, there's a lot going on, so I thought, no, I can't make it. I can't make it. But then you told me that you meet up with Frank Wolf, and he's going to be there. And it's like, yep. oh, Scott Oath from uh, Bull Patrol, Bull Moose Patrol, Bull Patrol. Yeah, yeah, Bull. Yeah, he's going to be there doing thing on Canoe Poland. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go check him out as well. Yeah, and suddenly it's interesting. He's like, oh, right. See, maybe I should have gone. Right, <laughs> right. It's just such a long drive, so far away. Oh, ambulance! Let <laughs> me call you a ambulance. <laughs> I suppose I could just sit in the back and you could drive, and I just sleep. See, that's what I told Tracy she can do. Sleep for eight hours. Right, oh, that was a long, eight. That was a short trip. It's like ten hours and ten and a half hours without stops. Yeah, well, I'd have to uh, be awake for some of it, at least to the border, and then I sleep all the way. Well, there you go. Yeah, the <laughs> snow's supposed to start again as we get close to uh, Lake Michigan. Oh, you're getting more snow? You're getting more snow. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. We'll see yeah. how that goes. Um, yeah, it's going to be a fun drive. And then, we'll, uh, th- so that's Thursday because we're yeah. going Thursday. And then when we come home Sunday, same deal. Yeah. But as we get closer to Canada, the snow disappears. Like it lessens. <laughs> like I think here we're supposed to get one centimeter. Yeah. Uh, Madison's supposed to be 10. So that's some. So ten Friday or Thursday, and then ten Sunday. They definitely got a lot of snow here. When we got back, the snow banks were crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah, and we had a problem with the snowblower while I was away. Everything <laughs> breaks when I'm away. My brand new snowblower, and they broke it. Oh. Well, not really. It vibrates, right? Mine's vibrating too. So off balance. There's the the gear shift thing. They can put. There's two reverse speeds, and then mm-hmm. six forward. Well, underneath the handle. There's a bolt with a spring on it. Oh. So it's slowly getting loosened loose, up. So it doesn't stay in gear. Yeah. So you just tighten that spring back up. Yeah. And then it holds the, the stick into the gear you want. You need to put some, lock t- put yeah. some Loctite on the threads. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I'll fix that in the summer. Yeah. No, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to fix it or else it'll pop off and you'll lose the bolt. Right. Snow- I got a whole bunch of them. I've been saving them just in case I needed them one day. <laughs> <laughs> Second snowfall next year, I'll need it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I know I'll uh, I'll um, get that. Well, I've already tightened it. Mm-hmm. So I'll get some Loctite or something and throw that on there and make yeah. sure it doesn't do that again. Mm-hmm. But it was a good time. It was. I enjoyed it. It was fantastic. It was, yeah, it was, it was very good. The, the drive was fun. It was nice having Kevin Callan there and, and, uh, yeah, it was just, uh, the whole thing from start to finish was enjoyable. Yeah. You know, it, and it's, it's the people. Yeah. Oh, it really yes. is the yeah. people, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Cynthia and her whole crew did a fantastic, fantastic job, job. Yeah. this year getting it Get all things up and running again and, from, yeah. 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 I remember she was, she was, she was saying there, she had thrown emails out to everybody that usually is there saying, do you think we should have it in person? And everybody said, yeah. yes, 
was unanimous. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they got it going and we all yep. showed up. Yeah. Made it a success. So awesome. Yes. Anywho. Um, yeah. So I'm going to Canucopia and I'm going to put up these other two shows. We're just going to do our little bits we need to and I'll have two extra shows up there. So we don't actually need to record again till like the end of March. Mm-hmm. Wow, see, you vacation. Cut, you got some break time. I know. You're going to forget what to do. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, you got anything to add? I do not. Excellent. Well, if you want to find out more about us, you can find us at paddlingadventuresradio.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can download or stream our episodes on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Player FM, and all your favorite podcast downloading sites. Or you can go to the episode page at paddlingadventuresradio.com and you can stream or download our episodes there. A uh, special thank you to all the people that took the time out to speak to us uh, in our booth there at uh, the Quiet Adventure Symposium. And again, Cynthia and her crew for making this a uh, total success this year. I want to thank everybody for listening. I'm Sean Rowley. And I'm Derek Specht. We'll see you next time.